Coffee Metal Podcast, episode 107. Greetings and welcome to the Comics Coffee Metal Podcast. I am your host, Don Cardenas, and I hope you've been having a fantastic week. Things over here in Comics Coffee Metal Land have been quite busy. Uh, I have finally finished recording the instrumentals for the E.B. and the Helsing song, Fangs. I had demoed it before, but I wanted to make sure I had some really clean, pristine recordings before I send that off to the vocalist. We've selected the vocalist, and I just have to get everything sorted out uh, for her, for the, the melodies and all that, because um, that's just how it's going <laughs> to... I got I to gotta map it all out uh, a little bit more for her so she has a guide to go along with what we're looking for, and... Yeah, but that's almost done. I'm really, really stoked about this song. It's really, really fun, and it's... Well, it's definitely metal. It's definitely not a, a metal-y type of song I've done before, but it, it's close enough to stuff I've done before. I think that uh, uh, it won't be too much of a shock or a departure, but yeah, it's just been a lot of fun doing this and kind of playing in that, and I'm really looking forward to doing it again. On the art front, I am uh, almost halfway through. The inks for Evie and the Hellsings issue two, which is really exciting. Um, after I get to the halfway point, I gotta switch gears a little bit. We gotta do some uh, variant covers for the campaign, and because we're looking to launch that very soon, probably sometime at the end of next month, I'm thinking. And then um, once I'm done with the complete inks with Evie, it's right on to Spend the Night issue three, which um, I forget if I mentioned it last episode, but I've, I've officially signed back on for that. Uh, to do that issue, and yeah, that series has definitely taken taken off a bit more than I, I expected it to, to be honest. And uh, the first issue is going in for a second printing with the distributor, and the second issue is going to be out in July, so it's going to be pretty cool, pretty cool. I was talking to Jackie, the writer, Jackie Kong, and um, she's looking to come to C2E2 next year, so that'll be uh, a cool thing to have. And she's also, you know, I don't put the cart before the horse or announce anything, but I know she likes to do signings and, and things like that and, and screenings of her movies and signings after that. So uh, if she's going to be in Chicago, I think she's definitely going to be looking to do something like that. So that'll be a fun thing I can jump in on and, and join her with. So yeah, <laughs> that's plenty busy, uh, I think, anyway. But um, aside from that, yeah, we're, we're, we're moving along. We're, we're running full steam and... Uh, can't wait to show you guys what's happening with EV2 and Spend the Night Issue 3. Just lots of fun, crazy stuff coming up. So, alright, enough yapping around. Let's get to the recommendations. Alright, for my music recommendation this week, we are going with the album Everything Destroys You from Death Stars. Death Stars has been around for the past couple decades and i can't honestly say i've ever really heard of them which is more on me than anything else but yeah i i just was surprised when this album came up and the the new list and i said no let me check it out and i'm like wow these guys are really good and then i'm like digging a little bit deeper and i'm like oh <laughs> because they've been doing this for a couple fucking decades on that's why they're really good <laughs> uh granted this is their first new album in 10 years so, um, yeah, it's, uh, does, I guess, great news for their old fans. And going back real quick and checking some of their older catalog, they certainly have not missed a step. Uh, Death Stars is definitely in the Rammstein vein, I would say. 
uh, but the vocals are in English, but the, the delivery and the cadence and this, the tonality of the vocals are very much like Rammstein or kind of Avatar-esque. Um, and, but the music is definitely more synth dancey kind of stuff. Not necessarily dance, but like the, there's more of a, a general groove to it as more of a stomp that Rammstein tends to have. And there's not a ton of huge riffs or massive guitar work throughout the entire album, but when it comes in, it is very, very, very metally, very, very groovy. And yeah, this was just a really fun album to listen to. Um, it's, you know, not a happy album <laughs> by any chance, but um, the this version of this kind of metal, because uh, I like Rammstein, but some of it can be not for me. It just, it just can't, you know, some of the the stuff they do is just really not for me. And this is definitely more at my alley with the enhanced synth presence being it more more musical and this I guess less industrial and more just towards that synth wavy pop sound, but with this heavier, heavier influence. So uh it is definitely definitely really cool. Um there's a tons of great tracks on albums uh and it's kinda hard to pick one, as is usual. I always say that's always hard to pick one because it always is. But uh I think this is the opening track is definitely it tells you what you need and that's what a great opening track always does it tells you what to expect from this album what to expect from this band and i think it's a great one to go on with so check it out uh everything destroys you by death stars this is the single this is recommendation this week it's well it's not really recommendation and actually i i need your help uh i have been going through my old long boxes technically short boxes but long boxes of comics trying to basically cull what i have because there's so much that i uh just you know i loved reading at the time but i just don't want to hold on to it and i want to pass it along but there's definitely stuff i'm coming across and like me i i, I want to keep this and one of the things that i came across was the X-Men crossover second coming. And this was, well, you know, I don't even want to think about how old this crossover is at this point, but I remember when it came out, it was just really, really excellent. And it really reminded me of the old executioner song style crossovers from the nineties that I have such fond memories for. And I was kind of wondering if, you know, uh, instead of trying to, you know, find new comics or anything like that to recommend, if you all would be cool, if I just, started talking about some of the older stuff i'm coming across and and rediscovering and and checking out so um please let me know uh hit me up on on twitter at don cardenas art or at comics coffee metal uh or you know send emails to comics coffee metal at gmail.com let me know uh, if there's uh some older comic uh, that uh that you guys would be cool with me just kind of talking about those and bringing those up because 
it was really hard not to just like pull out all the issues of that crossover and just like sit down and read it. I really had to focus and not just and, and start sorting things because, you know, while I have plenty of, uh, you know, newer modern comics to go through and I actually just got word that I'm, I'm going to be getting some really cool stuff to check out ahead of time for you guys. You know, look, take a look back. It's always fun, too. So uh, let me know. Uh, I, I'm really interested in doing that. And um, just so I do have one kind of recommendation in there. Not comics, but kind of adjacent. And that is the uh, Dungeons & Dragons movie, Honor Among Thieves. I know saying I recommend a major Hollywood movie that's, from as far as I can tell, done pretty well. Uh, is kind of, you know, kind of silly. But if you've been kind of hesitant to check it out, highly recommend you do it was really really fun i don't have a dog in the dungeons and dragons race um i know peripheral stuff about the series and and the game and all that and but i really enjoyed it my wife my wife really enjoyed it she knows nothing about dungeons and dragons it was just a really 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 fun movie um it definitely like yeah it was just entertaining and uh chris pine was perfect in the movie uh they really effectively used michelle rodriguez in her role and you know all the other actors were, were, were good um especially hugh grant but yeah it was just really really fun and while it was over two hours it definitely didn't feel like that they kept rolling out a good a good clip um i i'm forgetting his name but i think it's renee jean page his character is you know perfect uh, that was that his his inclusion was was really fun and you know uh i i, I can't not speak about uh thumbershod thumbershod i i forget how to pronounce the name but that dragon oh i love him so much the, the the appearance of him is just amazing and yeah i'm just a really really fun movie if you've been kind of hesitant on it is definitely worth checking out um, I love good serious fantasy type stuff, but man, this was just really fun. It, it, it doesn't, it's not poking fun at fantasy. It's having fun with fantasy. And that's really, really, uh, an important distinction to make. And I really, really enjoyed this. And I'm really hoping to get a chance to make more because yeah, I definitely want to see what else, what else, uh, this, <laughs> this band, uh, comes up with. So yeah, definitely check that out. Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves. It's it's really, really fun. Alright, it is now time for my guest. I am very glad to have back an amazing artist, an amazing writer, very talented creator. Uh you know her for her now epic run on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, amongst many, many other awesome books. Um but also, you know, her love of kaiju and, and all that is something I'm really uh, excited to talk to her again because I've kind of delved more into kaiju love and, you know, embraced that a whole lot more since the last time we spoke. So I have, I have a bunch of stuff to ask her about and all that. But first, I got to follow the rules of the show. Sophie Campbell, Comics Coffee Metal, what are you digging right now? Oh, my God. Well, I don't know. Comics? God, what am I even reading? I don't even know what I'm reading right now. It's, yeah. <laughs> um, well, yeah, we can go backwards. So, Metal, yeah. um, you know, I've been digging the new Lorna Shore, obviously. Yeah, that was really good. It just really knocked my socks off. Um, what else am I listening What other Metal am I listening to? I feel like it's been like two years since I was last on the show. 
Yeah, I, oh, I want to say uh, fall of 2020. Gosh. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, two I'm and looking, a half years there. I'm looking <laughs> at like my iTunes or whatever. <laughs> have, you, have you listened to like Distant? There's a band called Distant that I really like. I don't think I know them. Um, they're they're very much in the symphonic deathcore sound. That's what I like. Distant. They are. Yeah. Um, they had an album come out a couple years or an EP come out a couple go, couple years ago called Dusk of Anguish. I found that on Bandcamp and I was just like, oh, wow, this, this fucking rules. And then I think they got picked up by Century Media oh, cool. not too long after. And they, they just released their uh, full length fairly recently. And it is it's just stellar like as much as i like the lorna shore album i think this is this is more up my alley uh in terms of just what they do there's a lot of like groove and stuff that they do um it's called heritage is the name of the yeah, album i found i found their band camp so i'm gonna yeah gonna give them yeah they, they are they are awesome also uh there's a band that's more less corey more just kind of like modern metal with a lot of like deaths kind of influence death core kind of or metal core type influences that's called orbit culture culture they they are best described i think if um metallica and gojira had a very very angry teenager together uh, that sounds pretty good it, they are they are awesome they are definitely one of those bands that has a very uh good size and very fervent following online as well but they they're really good too um and they're from the live stuff i've seen of them they Somehow they manage to do like that real guttural, super low vocals, and they pull it off really well live. But they also have some kind of cleaner, more uh, snarly kind of James Hetfieldy kind of singing yeah. parts. But oh but shit, more, like old school James, yeah. Uh, distant, they uh, yeah, they have a song with Will, uh, Will Ramos on it. Speaking yeah, of yeah, 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 yeah. That, 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 that's a, that's a fucking killer song. But yeah, that whole album is just like I'm gonna give it a shot. Yeah, they 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 were really good beforehand, and this was just like they really imp- dynamics. So you know, as blistering and like heavy as these kinds of albums can be, my ears weren't like just done by the time it was over. It was actually yeah. like, oh, okay, cool, I can listen to this again like right after. And they also pulled out some new tricks. Like they started like ripping out some like some shreddy ass solos and that and all this, and it's like not something I would expect from this type of band, but they did it, and it, and it sounds great. So I hope you dig them. I'll I'll let you know for sure. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, the Lorna Shore thing, like that. You know, I never really listened to them beforehand. I knew some of their songs and I checked them out. But yeah, when I got a chance to like check out that album for a review, it just like I was just like, oh, I get it. I get why people like. And Will Ramos as a vocalist. Yeah, just, he's yeah he's incredible. I heard. He, um. Sun Eater was the first one I heard, like off okay. the new album, yeah. and then uh, Pain Pain Remains Part One, mm-hmm. and I was just like, yeah. "Oh my god!" Yeah, these, these really guys. really floored me. It's like he's he's great at like all the metal vocals. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, you, right. you could just like pick one of them, and it would still be stellar. It's like you know, I do like four or five different styles of this harsh vocal, and I do it like at the best level <laughs> this is nuts yeah it's oh. yeah it's really good i kind of went yeah. back into their their back catalog a bit too it's mm. pretty good yeah I, I still have to do that i i, I journey back a little bit i know they've had a i think this is their third vocalist 
I think so. Yeah, because I know yeah. Wormless was like the new guy, and the other guy got like you know they kicked him out of the band because he was you know like a sex pest or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was it was it was not a a, a great. <laughs> yeah, it was not a, a great a, couple of yeah. rounds of vocalists for them in the beginning, but yeah, I don't know, you know. And this is the type of music like if we want to keep referencing the last time we spoke, like I don't even think I was into like this heavy of music at the time. And it's kind of, it's kind of nuts to me when I stop and I think back, like just how like fast <laughs> I've gotten into yeah. stuff like this. Like, you know, I, I don't think my, I would have had the, 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 the oral palette, uh, for that kind of thing. But I'm, I've also really started liking some like more traditional style death metal bands like revocation. And, um, uh, there's a band I really did called Crypta. They're, oh yeah, I was listening to Crypta pretty recently. Yeah, they, they're, they're, they're yeah, I like them a lot. Drop their second album pretty soon, so I'm pretty excited about that. Um, and who else? There's another band I'm thinking that I, I just I'm just spacing on anyway. I even started getting like obituary and stuff. You know, some older school bands with some newer stuff that's really good. So yeah, here's that you know. Crypta Echoes of the Soul. Yeah, I was yeah, listening to. Um, I didn't get super into them, but Se- Seeds of Ibli, you know them? Okay. They're this, um, like, um, I, they're, they're an Iranian band who's, like, very, like, blasphemous. So I guess, <laughs> like, you know, they have to, like, hide from the authorities in Iran and stuff like that. But they're pretty intense. Oh, cool. I, I've, I've heard them. I've seen their name float around. I just haven't, I don't, I don't think I've actually listened to any of their stuff, though. But, um... It's almost like this. it's almost like a, a, a bit. It's like a bit too intense for me. Not like okay. not like heavy wise, but just like it's just very like like grueling. I guess is like a way to describe it. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. That that's how I would describe like the first time I was listening to a band like Distant, like their EP. Like when it was done, I was just like, I feel exhausted. Like yeah. this is like like I think sonically it was for it was more so that for me i don't know if it was like for you if this experience was more of a, a you know subject matter or uh just you know just the the musical intensity of it all but yeah for me it was just all like there's just so much happening and so heavy and so relentless it was just like whew, okay i need to like have like silence for the next half hour <laughs> I can recalibrate everything. Yeah. Uh, and it's all that. it's like, I don't know. They're, you know, they're, they're like a bit slower, I guess, than like, you know, other like death metal and black metal and stuff. And like, usually the, the slower stuff is like more kind of grueling for me than if it's really fast. Like okay. there's something about, you know, just like the kind of like, like slow, like, sludgy like trudging kind of metal or something and it's just kind of you know it just like kind of just like makes me tired or something <laughs> like i still like it but it just makes me kind of just like uh oh, i gotta i gotta sit down or something i don't know no i, I you know I, I totally get it i think with the slower stuff it's like you just get kind of you, you can get locked into the, the the groove of it it's not just like you know, hold on to the seat of your pants. It's like, right, no, I'm, yeah, getting, it's I'm like, getting sucked into this. It's, it's like quicksand almost. You're, you know? Yeah. Oh. Like the energies is totally different. Like you're not, yeah. you know, you know, like you don't make like a metal face when you like listen to that kind of stuff. 
Yeah, yeah it's kind yeah, of just yeah, like, exactly. uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, yeah, that's pretty good. I like them. Ah, cool, cool. Well, I, I'd have to check. I'll definitely have to check them out and, and, and send myself into a depression or something. Yeah, totally. You know, but anyway, <laughs> looking at my other stuff, I've been listening to a lot of like synth wave stuff. Yeah. That's, you know, um, summer's coming yeah. and there's nothing better, uh, personally for me than like, if I'm, you know, working and I got the window open and it's like a summer night and it's a little bit cool outside, you know, you toss on some synth wave while you're working. It just, it's the right vibe to me. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Just like, yeah. um, and like, like, you know, like a lot of it is, uh, like instrumental and like, that's really yeah. good for when I'm writing. Cause I can't like listen to somebody's voice. Yeah. I, I was, I was going to ask you about that. Cause you, you write a lot and, I know some people who can write with lyrics happening because they just kind of like tune it all out anyway. But um, yeah, I've I've tried writing. It's weird. I've tried writing to instrumental music or any type of music or anything, and I just can't. I, like I'm, like you need just silence. Yeah, I'm one yeah. of those weirdos where it's like, if I'm actually trying to write a script, and I don't write that much, but when I do try, it's like I need the silence, and I don't know why. Because everything else in my life, I you know, I'm all about. Let's have two or three things going. <laughs> you, know? Yeah. you know, there's been times where I realize I'm trying to edit a podcast and I have a video going on in the background too, and I'm like, hold on a second, <laughs> you know, like okay, maybe this is too, this is a little bit too far for me, but yeah, the silence, know. the silence is good too. I feel like at least for me, it's it's kind of, you know, if it's like raining out or something. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll write to the sound of the rain or mm-hmm. there's this like noise generator website that I like. Oh, okay. Yeah. And it just has like, you know, like, you know, rain on a tent or like traffic, no <laughs> traffic noises or, yeah. you know, like rainforest sounds and you can like mix and match and you can put, do all these sliders to like increase the different types of noise and stuff. Oh, you know, awesome. So it's not quite silence, but you know, sometimes I'll, I'll write to that too. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, so I definitely get the silence thing. It's where you just have uh, to hear, you know, you have to be able to hear yourself think. Yeah. Yeah. And I think what's for me is I'm just not as comfortable with it. So uh, as anything else I'm kind of trying to do. So I think it's just, yeah, it's just, just, I, I'm sure once I do it more and I get more comfortable with it, I'll probably start incorporating some of that stuff. But because, you know, you know, writing's just not sitting down in the typing aspect. That's more so what I'm talking about. When it's like everything else, when it's just thinking about story ideas or kind of going over scenes in your head, whatever. Yeah, usually there's something happening. I'm doing something else while that's happening. But yeah, when it's the actual core sitting down to type the damn thing out. <laughs> right, right. Totally. Um, I have to I have to find it. But uh, I had uh, a previous guest and a, and a, and a comic book writer, uh, Scott Brian Wilson. He wrote a really awesome comic called True Cult. Oh yeah, um, he he recommended me some bands that were like, it was just like noise in a cave, essentially like static noise in a cave types. Yeah, and he's like he's like just just try it, you know, just and I'll be damned if it wasn't like really good stuff to just kind of like help you tune everything out. Yeah, totally. And kind of all, almost like meditate almost <laughs> to yeah. that at points. So. I used to I used to be into kind of noise stuff back in college. I definitely get that. Yeah, it's 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 funny. Uh, 
us as, you know, as humans, like, what would you... <laughs> like, the shit we make to make ourselves just, like, be able to think, you know? And it's like... Oh, I, I just... I was just listening to that stuff, uh, actually not too long ago, because I was just trying to focus on something. And I'm just like, like, my brain needs to be, like, assaulted just so I can focus on doing this one task. And I'm like, man, humans are so weird. <laughs> it's just so messed up. You know, everybody's know. got their own ways to focus and stuff. Yeah. I don't think it's that weird. No, I, I, it, I just, my brain keeps going to, like, stuff like, you know, 150 years ago, like, would some dude who's, like, you know, plowing a farm, like, would have this helped him? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. I think more more so what helped what helped drive those people were like I need to do this to live. Right. Yeah. It's, <laughs> a, bit, it's a bit more, different. Much more immediate need or, to know, make sure I'm surviving. <laughs> you know, maybe yeah. back when there was no, you know, way to like li- you know uh, like li- li- you know listen to music at the press of a button. You know, like people would sing to themselves yeah. a lot too. I think that's probably. Yeah, you know that that's, that's an that's an excellent point. That's an excellent point. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I think we got metal covered. I forget. Do you drink coffee? Are you a coffee person? Uh, yes, but I am currently kind of off caffeine. Okay. Yeah, it's very. It's you know, I have all these intestinal problems. It's very disgusting. But I'm I'm trying to you know see because <laughs> to see how my intestines do without the caffeine stimulant or whatever. Okay. Uh, well, so, you- so I've been doing decaf. Oh, you're not you're not the first guest to have that exact reasoning for yep. going to decaf. I'm pretty sure that might be me one day. I, I won't be surprised. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't, uh, you know, I don't really notice a, a difference between between the two. Like, I feel the same. So I'm just, yeah, I mm-hmm. might as well just, you know, it's just, <laughs> you know, like I just need my like y- yuppie latte or whatever in the morning. You know, even if there's no caffeine in it, it's still delicious. Yeah. What's what's your go-to uh, latte in the morning, whether it's decaf or not? Um, I usually just use, you know, like you know, Folgers Instant because I don't have an actual coffee maker, okay. and then I I've been using this stuff, International Delight Creamer, oh, okay. which is yeah. really good. I, yeah, I have, get oh. like a, they're like what is it, like caramel macchiato flavor or something, <laughs> which I really love. Yeah. Do, do do you do the powder or the liquid? Uh, this one, this stuff is liquid. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cause, uh, what was it? Oh, for the longest time they had like a chai latte powder. Uh, I yeah. I used like, to, I used to drink like all, you know, all that powder kind of instant stuff. And like, yeah. there was no, you know, like actual, you know, like instant coffee in it, but that stuff has mm-hmm. like so much sugar in it. And yeah, yeah, you know, so I'm just like, okay, I gotta find like an alternative or something here. So I'm just doing, you know, regular coffee with just like some extra creamer, and it just really cuts down the sugar. Ah, so not having like a regular coffee maker is that just like a like a you decided like not to have a regular coffee maker, or you're just like just you just haven't gotten around to it? I'm just really lazy. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> like. You know, I get, I get. Yeah, I'm very lazy. I'm just like, what's the easiest thing to do? It's just like, oh, it's just boil, boil water in in like a kettle, (laughs) and then like dump the stuff in. Done. That, there you go. Um, it's I I ask because there's a lot of um, quite a few. I guess think that I'm like a 
coffee snob just because of the name of the podcast and all that, but I use a drip coffee maker. I have a French press when I want to feel fancy <laughs> about something, but like I, I'm not, you know, I'm not doing like the, the pour over. I'm not making sure it's right. a certain temperature. I'm not weighing my beans. You know, I'm not doing all that stuff. I probably would if I had time to. I just don't have time to do all that in the morning. Yeah. Um, but I digress. So, you know, I, I was like, I was just, I was just curious. It was like, okay, I could, cause even doing the coffee maker, like I've even found ways to make that complicated. Cause I've watched too many like YouTube coffee people where uh, they talk about if you do a, a drip coffee maker, you can actually, if you have the, the ones that have like that sneak a cup feature where you can just pull the pot out and it's, and it doesn't drip down. Oh yeah. You can actually use that to kind of soak your grounds a little bit more to get more flavor out of the beans before you. Oh my God. <laughs> so See, I've, I've this, this See, is I, all I've, too much for me already. <laughs> if, if I don't overcomplicate something that's simple, I don't know what to do with myself. Yeah. That's just the way it is. You know, I just I want have. the most straightforward. <laughs> I can just turn my brain off straightforward approach. That's what I want. I, I gotta get I gotta get on that wavelength just because I feel I again I just make things way too complicated for myself, especially with the drip coffee. Because, uh, I mean, what what aside from your method, like what's you know what's any more difficult than what you know? I have a timer on mine. I just fill it up at the in the evening, and then I wake up in the morning and it's ready. But when I want when I want to make it more complicated, I I got to do all that other bullshit to it. So yeah. I mean, it it does taste better. It does that make a difference? But you know, I don't know if it's really worth the effort. But you know, yeah, I've thought about like I've thought about taking the plunge every so often, or getting something like a like a Keurig. Like even though mm-hmm. I think those are really you know the there's like a lot of waste or whatever with a Keurig, but um, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe someday I'll do it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, uh, if if the waste thing is a big. Uh, no uh detractor for you i think i think i'm pretty sure as of late it's been there have been a lot better there's a lot more companies that use the biodegradable pods oh okay that's cool um, yeah i don't know that much about it a lot of them come with just like a reusable pod kind of thing so you can just use regular coffee and it, it just yeah. fits into the pot but then you might as well do the full pot coffee drip thing because you're cleaning that thing out every day anyway oh god you, you know. gotta clean it Ugh. Forget yeah, it. Yeah. Exactly. Forget it. I'm off. I'm off it already. I'm done. <laughs> See, it's 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 all about keeping it simple, right? Yeah, I just you know, I like like upstairs in in my office I have like this like electric kettle, you mm-hmm. know, and you turn it on, it boils it by itself, it turns off by itself. Mhm. And like like you know, I don't even have to think about it. Great. Yeah, we yeah we had one of those for uh, for the longest time. Those things are awesome. Yeah. Um, and our coffee maker now has like the side thing where you can heat up water. So we got we got rid of ours. But yeah, one of those are those are those are really cool. Because I was a tea guy before I was a coffee guy. Yeah. I still drink tea every so often. Yeah. Yeah, you know, tea tea's awesome. I still love tea. It's just yeah. uh, it, it doesn't uh, punch me quite in the face as much as I needed to <laughs> as coffee does, even though there's some teas that have way more caffeine than you would expect them to. Yeah. For sure. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, um, well, uh, how about comics? Have you, have you uh, thought of any comics you've been enjoying lately? 
I think Which I know it's difficult, you know, because I feel like and- I feel like my answer is probably the same as the last time I was on the show. I'm not sure what I said back then, but pretty much <laughs> the only comic I read is Delicious in in Dungeon, which is like a, a Japanese comic about you know it's like a fantasy thing. Mm-hmm. I feel like that must have been what I said last time too. It sounds familiar, and I, I also remember yeah. uh, you talked about Kaiju Max. And Which I have never actually read. Yeah, and I think we're. I, I read the first volume, and I didn't think it was for me. And then I think we were both like, "Yeah, we should read it." <laughs> yeah. Well, Two and I'm here to, re- here to report. report. I have not read it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you know, I, I I finally got to know somebody who 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 used to work for Oni. <laughs> who's like, oh, oh no. I could have got, gotten you uh, some reader copies of that. And I'm like, ah. It's fine. I, I don't mind. Uh, yeah, at this to, point. I was reminded actually because sorry. Go ahead. I, I was cleaning out my um, my office closet, and I have all my comics and stuff in there. And I was going through some of my boxes. I'm just going to be donating a whole bunch, or just yeah, donating a whole bunch of stuff I've I don't want anymore. Just never going to read again. Um, and I came across uh, the a little print that I had from the Kaiju Max trade I bought from Challengers Comics in Chicago because for a while they were doing a, like a little book plate print for some of the titles that they were really excited about yeah. and all that. So I came across the print of that and I'd given the, the volume away already to somebody and I was just reminded like, oh man, I need to read, I need to try yeah. this another shot. Because, you know, I've always, I've always loved, you know, Kaiju and, and all that stuff and, but like, yeah, since we've talked in the past two and a half years, I've really, you know, I haven't gotten as deep as, you know, in my knowledge as most people but i've definitely gone in pretty hard on <laughs> for me oh, yeah on a lot of this stuff you know my godzilla vinyls you know have uh you know i got close to a dozen i think now oh which is, shit you know, that's pretty good you know and then um you know I, are you I doing all... like are you doing like like the designer stuff or like oh, the no, bandai yeah, stuff like the... This is the Bandai stuff I can get from oh, okay. Amazon. Yeah, that's nothing wrong with that. I got a bunch of those. Yeah, I got the um, what was it? I got. Uh, I think I think I got I think I got all the Godzillas they have. I have the Burning Godzilla Millennium. I have all three forms of the Shin. Oh, nice. Oh. Mecha Godzilla and Gyrus. Cool. Uh, Legendary Godzilla. Well, that's that's the that's the first step, you know. Yeah. Then then and you then- can start springing for like the $300, <laughs> you know, soft vinyl stuff. Um, maybe, maybe, maybe in a few years. Cause right now, uh, <laughs> I also have destroy And recently from target, I picked up uh, a hard plastic 1954 Godzilla. That's like a foot. That's a 12 inch one. Oh, nice. That's awesome. But that was, was like 20 bucks. I'm like, I can't not buy this. Like, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, my once a week, my daughter will come and she'll like take them all down from the shelf. <laughs> and go play with them, and then, and then play back. that's cute. She was more excited that I got to destroy a figure than I was. <laughs> I, I pulled. Out, I, I, was, I think it was for my birthday. My wife got it for me, uh, and I opened it. She pulled out, and all I hear, you know, she's right next to me. She's like, oh, "Destroy ya!" And I'm like, "Oh, right, that's well, cute." You, go. <laughs> you gotta take a take a take a picture of your shelf or something for me. Yeah, yeah, uh, I, I've posted it quite a few times, but yeah, I I don't post about it nearly enough just because you know i love my little i love my little my sons 
Oh, is it on your Twitter? I guess I got to look on your Twitter. Mm, you know what? We're talking right now. We'll do it live. I'll do it live right now. Oh, yeah. Let's Take see a picture of my handsome boys. Twitter here. Oh, you did a Biolante sketch. Looks pretty cool. All right. We're doing this live. I'm going to post this on printer on Twitter right now. Like on your main timeline? Yeah, yeah. Let's see. Wait my baby boys. And three, two, one. Post it. All right. All right, there we go. <laughs> Oh, I, I see my it. Baby boys. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. It's um, uh, slightly blurry, but yeah, it's um, yeah. I'm just, I'm just, you know, I got it. Oh, yeah. Got... Oh, you had a gamer in there too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nice. You know, uh, Godzilla's probably my all-time favorite. Of course, you know, I'm a simple guy, but Gamera is definitely a tie for one or very close. That's good to hear. I'm glad. Number two. He is um, he is my absolute number one. Uh yeah, that, that redesign you did a few years ago. That still <laughs> pops up from time to time. Thanks. Uh yeah. e- either either from you resharing it or someone else resharing it, or like all these kaiju things I follow sharing it or whatever. Um and I'm just like, oh man, that's so badass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was I fun. keep wanting I I keep wanting to do one for Angaris myself. Um, it's cause I love that guy. He's, he's such a loser. I love him. Yeah, he's great. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, I'm really excited for the, the anime that's coming out on Netflix yes. for, for Gamera. I'm so I'm pumped. Really- I've been waiting. I've been waiting. God, how long has it been? 16, 17 years. Uh, let's see. Yeah, at least. Gamera's yeah, last so. movie was 2006. How long is it? Twenty twenty-three. That, that was a uh, Gamera the Brave, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah Seventeen I, years I've been waiting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm, you know, I I was really not a fan of the Godzilla trilogy that these people did uh, on Netflix, but oh, uh, you're well, yeah, you're not alone. Yeah, you're not alone. I thought it was yeah. great. I love I love Godzilla Earth. I loved. I thought Planet Eater was incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked a lot of yeah. the ideas they had. I even liked the city of Mechagodzilla. I even liked that. Yes, um, I love that he's just a city. Just let him be a city. I, I just think that there's so like so much around it. I was just I just did not care for. There, it. There's a lot of psychobabble crap in it too. I guess yeah, like, a lot of mumbo yeah. jumbo. Yeah, but as as I I liked the version of Ghidorah that they did. Yeah, so great. Cool. Um, but yeah, yeah, it was just like really cool ideas wrapped up in just way too much, just junk. You know. Yeah, I think and that's like, yeah, I think that's probably a pretty. I think that's kind of the consensus generally. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I did. I tried watching Singular Point, and I. Uh, it's, off. it's so great you're crazy yeah i and like this is coming from me i don't even like cartoons it's it's baby <laughs> stuff and i was just like fine i'll watch singular appointments a cartoon 
it was it's uh, great. I'll I'll have to give it another shot because I really like the the Jet Jaguar design in there. Yeah, um, yeah, the Angiris is, is so great. In that I, too? I, I, didn't even, I, I didn't even get to them, and that's such a I, great I, design. Yeah, I should probably give it another shot. It's so because, great! I have a, um, I have an entire singular point shelf in another room here. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Your collection is is probably well beyond uh, insane at this point. I yeah, imagine. it's pretty ridiculous. I mean, there are you know, like you know, I know people like you know there are people like in the community who have like way more stuff than I do, but yeah, I think it's, you know, it's pretty good. I'm just kind of glancing around and all the crap in here. Well, I, I mentioned it because uh, last time we spoke, I think you, you were saying you had too much and I don't recall you ever yeah. saying you got rid of anything. No, <laughs> I'm I sure it's only grown since then. Yeah. Oh. It, I have not gotten, no, I sold, there's one monster that I sold to somebody. Oh, okay. <laughs> but you've, you've also that, had a chance now to you've had a chance to design your own vinyl yes the, the, the shin eisen is oh that yeah that that too i thought you were talking about the new one i have coming out oh you know i think i've seen you i, I don't know if i've seen you mention it or i'm just imagining you've, you've mentioned it before but it yeah, hasn't yeah it hasn't been fully revealed yet but it's okay. coming out well two now two now yeah. that, that's got to be pretty awesome to have yeah, it's like all these variants and, and all you have like a ton of those shin eisens everywhere oh, yes i have an insane amount of, of them because <laughs> <laughs> nice. you know some some i buy from people and others you know the the guy who runs the company mark he'll just like send yeah. me a bunch in the mail you know so nice. i just have nice. like i have a ton of them um but yeah the new one i have coming out his name is red bite and i sculpted it myself which is pretty big Oh yeah, that's right. Okay, yes, yeah, yeah. I, I do remember now. Yeah, you were sculpting it. Uh, and just when it comes to like just designing kaiju and all that, do you do? You, what where's, where's your starting point with something like that, or is it just I'm just gonna draw? I'm just gonna draw something really freaking cool, and then because I I've I've talked to some people who like to draw kaiju and all that, and they their own kaiju and stuff, and it's like they like to start from some sort of point of reference of an actual thing and then kind of just like roll it from there. Uh, I, was, I was kind of curious to see what your, your process was on that. You like, do you mean like in the, like in the way that like Gamera is like a turtle or something like, is that what you mean? Like, yeah, okay, yeah. I'm going to start with a turtle yeah, and go like, from there. Um, I've been, I've been toying with the idea with doing my own, you know, set of drawings of original Kaiju. I've, you know, some ideas floating around for some stuff. And for some of them, I just, you know, the, the ideas are just popped in my head, kind of mostly fully formed. And a couple of them, I thought of like a certain fucked up looking actual animal. Yeah. <laughs> on Earth. And I'm like, how can I do, how can I do this as a kaiju? Like uh, something like that. So I was curious if like you had like what your process kind of was for coming with, with your guys. Um, It depends. Like I have the, the one I designed or the the one I have coming out next, Red Bite, isn't really. He's like not really an animal. It was kind of like, yeah. it was kind of like okay, this is like the first my first sculpt ever, so it can't be too complicated. Mm-hmm. You know, it has to be kind of small. Like he doesn't have any arms because I was like, he's just not going to have any arms. It's going to be real simple. Like so, he just has feet and a head. 
And that was kind of just, yeah, just, yeah, really simple to strip everything out, strip out all the, you know, like different limbs and, and arms and stuff. And it just, yeah, he has kind of like a sharky head, I guess, but mm-hmm. he's not really like a specific animal. And I think like in cases like that, like I have other sketches and stuff for other monsters that I'm going to do. And a lot of it is like, uh, it's like I, I start more like with the shape, okay. like rather than like a, a particular animal or something, you know, like, okay. I'm like, okay, so like red bite, he's like kind of a triangle like an upright triangle. And then I'm doing this other monster who's like kind of a turtle, but it's more just like, okay, this monster is going to be like a circle. And I have another one that's like, this one's kind of like a football shape, you know, like that kind of thing just to kind of keep it simple. So I don't just go crazy and, you know, realize that this figure is not going to work. No, not that that's cool. And I I just popped over to to your uh, Instagram to see the, uh, uh, the red bite. And I'm like, Oh yeah. Okay. I remember this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. I don't he, think cause, cause I, I do have pictures of like the first, uh, like test poll, which is like the first casting that they do. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think, Oh yeah. I have pictures of like the, the sculpting process on my Instagram. I forgot. That, yeah. That yeah. I, I think the, the most, the latest picture I see of them is, uh, when you, uh, uh, bake the baked them. Right. Yeah. So that's, yeah, that's basically what he looks like. Except he's a little smoother. Cause you know, like the, yeah. I had a friend, like my friend Rob, like did, uh, like a primer coat on him and stuff for me. Okay. Cool. Cool. No, I, I, I really dig, I really dig design of this guy. I like his, uh, his little chunky legs. Yeah. Um, and all that. So yeah, I was just like, I, I was just curious. So for you, it's mostly about the, you know, the shapes and kind of the silhouette and all that. Yeah. Like uh, that's, versus... that's really important for me. Cool, cool. Yeah. So, um, and just like, I guess, I guess the texture also like, um, with like Kaiju in like, you know, like other movies or like, you know, even other toys of monsters that like aren't in movies or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. like, like I get really fussy with the texture. Okay. If there's like too many textures, you know, like, uh, you know, like the, the, like the kind of, the kind of original Godzilla is a, a great example where like he, okay. he only has like basically one texture over yeah. his entire body. Right. Like there are other versions like later that kind of, you know, like he'll have like different scales on his chest or his knees or something, but like the original version, it's pretty much just his body which has these kind of like keloid scars and then his spikes, which are like the second texture and that's it. And like, that's what I like. Like it's just this really specific, you know, one or two textures, maybe three, but then the legendary Godzilla is an example of what I don't like because like every part of his body has a different texture. Like, yeah, his legs kind of have these like kind of like alligator mm-hmm. scales on it, which is really cool. But then his main body is kind of leathery. And then his arms have like these kind of square scales and his head 
has these kind of like like fish-like things on his head and like mm-hmm. every part is different and it drives me crazy i'm like just just pick one <laughs> just pick a texture yeah as someone <laughs> who's had to draw i've had to draw him a few times for my own personal enjoyment and for uh some sketches and commissions it's just like kind of maddening like i i i'm fine you know i like the whole legendary series um so far and i like the designs and all that but yeah just like in in practice and drawing it and all that i'm just like oh man this is just like it's too much yeah (laughs) it's it's too too much much. like i don't get it like just like he would you know like he has such a great silhouette that design yeah and you know i love his like dainty toes he's got these really dainty (laughs) feet which i like (laughs) these big trunks and i feel like if he just had you know that kind of alligator texture like over his entire body like that would be perfect yeah yeah no i i 100 percent agree um if i recall correctly i remember you saying that you really dug godzilla versus kong yes i absolutely loved it which is crazy (laughs) because i hated the previous one yeah yeah you were not hot i hated it um i first time i saw godzilla versus kong i was just like okay like I enjoyed it, but I felt like almost kind of let down a little bit for some reason. And I was trying to figure out what it was. And I knew that obviously there's some things that they, that I'm like, that way it's stupid to cut that. Like, um, the Sirizawa stuff, like, like that's the guy's son. Right. Right. Himself. Like you guys don't acknowledge that at all. Right. Like the whole <laughs> thing, you know, like the, 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 the idea of having, you know, Ghidorah like possess the guy, like it's just. Right. Like his like, skull or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, like I, but okay, fine, whatever. Um, and then I, I just put it on, uh, you know, after that, and like every single time I see something from it now, or I've, I've watched it since, it just, I just love it more and more and more and more. Yeah, it's um, great. I love it. And I, I, I just really love the fights between Kong and and Godzilla. Granted, I am Team Godzilla. Like, uh, I'm glad he beat the shit out of that monkey. Um, <laughs> and. You know, especially since I was talking a lot of shit to other people online, <laughs> who's going to win? Um, but you mentioned the alligator thing, and I'm just you know, like one of my favorite parts was in that Hong Kong fight when he's like crawling at yeah, Kong and just clawing and it's like and it's like an alligator, like he's just like going right. after him like that. And I'm like, yes, like this is like, you know, I don't know, I I don't I think I've ever like expected Godzilla to move like that, but when they had to move like that, I'm like, yes. scratching scratching kong's chest and stuff yeah 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 Um, and just are are you excited for uh godzilla and was it godzilla and kong yes because they're just going to be friends it's going to be great yeah (laughs) i'm very excited you know i know they're they're probably not going to have it this way but i would love it if they were just friends just yeah they're just buddies in hollow earth i mean they have to team up to fight the new red kong yeah Yeah. the orangutan guy yeah like i would love it if you know this new monster comes up or whatever and you know like they wouldn't have like a giant telephone but there's something where like kong like calls godzilla up he's like (laughs) hey bro yeah there's this new red guy we gotta we gotta beat him (laughs) boy uh He's got like both our family skulls like on his throne. Right, like right. I mean, we, I, I think yeah. I think we do. Yeah, <laughs> I think yeah. I'm pretty excited because like um, one of the the main reason I gave Godzilla versus Kong a shot like after 
you know, King of the Monsters, which is like, you know, pro- <sighs> probably my least favorite Godzilla movie ever. Oh, wow. Okay. And, you know, it's just like, like I don't even care. You know, I'm like, I'm not, even, uh, you know, I'm not going to see it in the theater, blah, blah, blah. But I love Adam Wingard, the director. Like his other stuff is great. Like even his much maligned uh, Blair Witch movie is great. And so I was like, all right, yeah, it's Adam Wingard. I got to give it a shot. <laughs> so I did. He's doing the next one, which I'm also very yeah. excited about. Yeah, I, I think, um, you know, I liked King of Monsters enough. Um, but I definitely am for the direction they're going with now with. Yeah. Um, with all of this, it just um, feels like I don't know. Like you know, the 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 2014 Godzilla is fine, but like, and you know, like I get part part of the reason for this is because of the 1998 Godzilla, which everybody hated. So it's like yeah. it's almost the the legendary stuff. It's like too vanilla for me, where it's just it's just like, yep, that's Godzilla. Like, yep, that's Rodan, all right. <laughs> and like, it's, it's all, there's, there's like no frills. There's no, like, what's the hook? Like, yeah, it's Godzilla, but like, what's the hook? Right? Yeah. And I feel like, I feel like he didn't have that until Godzilla versus Kong, where it's like, okay, I get it. Like, I get it now. Like, he's, it, it, it's the only, like, it's the only one where he shows up. And just like wrecks a city just because he's an asshole, you know, and like, like he just wants to beat up Kong because he's an asshole. Like, that's it. I was like, okay, I get that. And I get him like, so, okay. So the, the, so one of my, like, uh, one of my like key requirements for like a good Kaiju movie is you don't know what, they're going to do next. Like, you don't know what mm-hmm. the monster is going to do next. And this is one of the reasons I like Gamera so much is because in every one of his movies, he always comes up with some like bizarre new ability that he couldn't do before, you know? And like, mm-hmm. you're like, Oh shit. He, <laughs> he blew off his own arm and now he's got a firearm or, you know, Oh my God, his yeah. chest opens up and a giant laser comes out. Like, Oh, he, he's doing gymnastics all of a sudden, <laughs> you know, like, so yeah. that's and yeah. Shin, Shin Godzilla is another great example of this. Oh yeah. 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 Where it's just like, what, like what's he doing now? Oh my God. You know, but the legendary Godzilla and all the other monsters in the, those first two movies, they never do that. Like it, it kind of like each one, it kind of just lays it all out in the beginning and you pretty much know exactly what they're going to do for the rest of the movie. And but in Godzilla versus Kong, you know, Godzilla, he uses his breath to drill to the center of the earth or the thing you're talking about where he's like running on all fours. It's like, that's something yeah. we've never seen before. Or there's another part where he like runs on two legs toward Mecha Godzilla. It's like, whoa, we've never seen him do that before. Then you mm-hmm. know, and then Kong, he gets the axe, right? Like that's yeah. a new thing that he does. Yeah. And then when he has the axe, he uses it in di- in different ways. And then, oh shit, Godzilla's charging up the axe with his own breath. And mm-hmm. like, that's what I want. You don't know what they're gonna do. 
you know? And I feel like, I guess King of the Monsters had like the Mothra thing where Mothra like charges Godzilla up, mm-hmm. but it's kind of just like, like, I don't know what that means. It's kind of just like too little too late. And I don't, I don't know. But anyway, that's another reason I like Godzilla versus no. Kong. No, I, I, I get it. The, the, the first two legendary movies were very much American monster movies. You know, yeah, and very- I feel like going back to the '98 Godzilla, I felt like they they were kind of like trying to 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 like atone for that movie, where they're like, okay, yeah. we can't make Godzilla too crazy, we yeah, can't do anything yeah. like nuts because everybody's going to be so mad, right? So we'd have to just do like this really straightforward kind of like default Godzilla almost. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I I I get it. I I totally get it. I mean, there are parts I think that are really good in those first two movies that I think hold up to like. Granted, the first movie it's too fucking dark. Just it it, it really is dark. You can't see anything. It, it's ridiculous. Um, the second movie it had darker, but but they did it better. I think. Um, it, it still didn't need to be that dark though. Um, like in the first movie, like there's two things about Godzilla that I really. And, and the fights that I really liked. One was when he basically back swats one of the mudos into a building. Yeah, yeah, that's with pretty his tail. good. That was good. I was like, ah, okay. Yeah. And then the second one was when he like you know shot his breath into their mouth to decapitate yeah. them. Like that was cool. But it was like in between all of that was very much like you know pushing into a building and then like you know just yeah. it, and it, what you're saying is right. It's like it's very much trying to atone for like we can't like we can't we can't embrace what people love about godzilla because we did it so badly before (laughs) yeah exactly it's and they're they're like afraid to you know i don't know like what may let godzilla like fly or something like he did in the 70s they're they would never do that no no no. yeah yeah and and the second one i i really enjoyed uh the the mothra rodan fight where she she shanks him yeah uh unexpectedly and stuff like that. Like there's, there's, there's little glimmers I think there, but no Godzilla versus Kong. Like the more I think about it, the more I'm like, yeah, Wingard got it right. And yeah, uh, yeah absolutely. Yeah. And I've, I've enjoyed all his, his, uh, everything I've seen of his, I, I believe uh, he did the guest, um, the guest, uh, you're next. Uh, mm-hmm. Um, horrible way to die is really good. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm excited. I'm I'm definitely excited for the next one. I'm hoping there's more than one bad kaiju. I was really hoping they it would, it would like fit Gigan into there somewhere or like yeah, one of the older ones. But if they're going to create their own new ones, that's I, I guess that's fine too. Yeah, I kind of like I kind of hope it's just new monsters entirely. Yeah, because I it feel might- like 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 if they do Gigan, like are, are they going to let him be like? like a cyborg chicken or whatever, like, is that going to be too crazy? Like, are they going to tone him down where to where he's just like a regular monster or something? I don't know. Yeah. No. Yeah. That I'd rather them create something new than to tone down something like Gigan. Right. Um, yeah. Uh, did, did you see that? That I'm sure you've seen the Gigan Rex. Yeah, that was great. I love that. Yeah. That, that was, was, that was a lot fun. of fun. Yeah. I like um, that design a lot too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was really cool. I like the just like there being more of one, <laughs> yeah, more just multiple ones. And um, there's supposed I think they're supposed to be announcing a new live action Japanese Godzilla. Yeah, soon. I've heard 
I've heard like rumblings about it. Like it's set, uh, it's set like before World War Two or something like that. Oh, oh, yeah. I it's it's that. like a it's like a period thing. I think. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that sounds pretty neat. Yeah, I I, w- I would like a much more modern, you know, either be a Japanese version or, or or the legendary version of just them not fighting in cities anymore. Like, okay, <laughs> you guys, like right. half of America's biggest cities are like done, guys. It's fine. You don't have to go around the world and destroy, you know, more places aside right. from Hong Kong. Like, let's fight a monster island, fight on Skull Island. Let, let, let's let's get back to that because I wasn't the hugest fan of Kong Skull Island, but I oh, really I loved liked it. it. I liked, I liked, I like it more the more I see it. Uh, I see it pop up and all that. Especially, I I think also because that moment where uh, Shea Wiggum gets this like yeeted across and explodes. Uh, <laughs> Uh, when he's trying to be the big hero sacrifice thing, yeah, it has been memed until like in, yeah. into eternity. Uh, every time I see that, though, I'm like, that was so good. That was such a good part it of that so movie. Great. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I just want to see, I was, do something different. That's why when, you know, Godzilla vs. Kong had the battleship fight, I'm like, yeah, yes. Like, this cool. is, I was just like so pumped. I'm like, this is something different. I haven't, I haven't seen this yet. Yeah. Fighting you know? water and stuff. Yeah. It's really cool. I want, mm. I want them to to fight in the snow. Like I know oh, that in really cool. in King of the Monsters, like when Ghidorah comes up, you know, it's like in the Arctic or something. Yeah, that's kinda, but it's, it's not really it's, snow. It's just like ice. You know, it's not yeah, really the same. Yeah. Like yeah, I want no, the, I you know, the snow to be like you know getting all kicked up and stuff. Yeah, that would be awesome that'd that'd be cool. for sure. I like I like the Hollow Earth stuff that they did in, in Godzilla. Yeah. Some people were kind of like eh, on it, and I'm like, no, I think I, I thought it was pretty interesting yeah, and cool and all. That. That's that's like that's like the legendary Monster Island kind of. Yeah, like yeah, that's I, yeah, it's crazy that that people that some people wouldn't like it. Like that's that's like the hook of that movie. Like the Hollow Earth should have been there since the beginning. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, I think now that that cat's out of the bag, I'm hoping they they don't try to like bring it back. Like Wingard's coming back, that's cool. It seems like they're really embracing the, you know, what people want from these movies, especially with like how they chose to reveal, you know, the new villain or whatever and stuff like that. But uh, I'm just, I I really hope they 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 take advantage of just like we establish Hollow Earth, we establish Skull Island, uh. Did they, did they say Skull Island was destroyed? I don't think so. Because Skull that, or, or Skull Island was where like they had that big dome in the beginning yeah. of Godzilla versus Kong. Because uh, I thought they had, I thought they moved him from Skull Island. Yeah, he, then they brought him to Hollow Earth, and then they had like a similar yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of, you know, okay. yeah. observation. I, I have to watch the movie again. Yeah. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> uh, for all that, but um. Uh, and I think you you saw Shin Ultraman, right? Yes, I did. I saw it on the one day it played in the theater here. Um, and I, I remember you not necessarily being an Ultraman person. Uh, no, I am all. definitely an Ultraman person. Okay, okay. I, have, I must I must be misremembering that. I have, a, I, was, I have a ton of Ultraman crap around here. Because <laughs> because your your guy uh uh. Red bite that you've been signing. I totally see him fighting 
Ultraman at some point. Like, like that's the type of design. I'm like, yes, that would be awesome. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like Ultraman has just... has a lot of great monster designs. Yeah, I I definitely need to go to get that. I'm wait, I I don't think it's available digitally here yet, but I think it I think it comes out in June. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you should uh, absolutely see it. It's incredible. Well, you know, when last time we spoke, I had not seen Shin Godzilla, and now I've seen it several times, and yeah. I own it, and I have all the I have all three forms. I love you know my favorites, obviously the 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 second form. Uh everyone loves that guy. Yeah, I want this. They, they have like slippers with him. Yeah, they do. They have all sorts of merch. <laughs> and I'm like, I want those so bad. Like. <laughs> and I'm trying to explain to my wife, like, he's just such a cool little guy. And she's Ooh, like, yeah. okay, <laughs> if you say so. <laughs> Come on, and I showed, her, I showed her the clip of him, like, moving through the city. Wobbling like, around. What? Yeah, she's like, what is that? I'm like, I'm like, it's blood. She's like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, it's a really good movie, though. I got to get her to watch it. Um, uh, I'm sure she'll love it once she actually sees it. But uh, yeah. but uh, what, what are some, I guess, uh, un- underrated kaiju movies? that you've Under, seen underrated because because I, I feel like now that i've kind of delved into like you know following kaiju things on twitter and, and youtube and all that i'm seeing a lot of like non gamera non godzilla non ultraman type stuff pop up here and there uh and i was wondering if, if you had any hidden gems that you knew of oh hidden gems let me think um I mean, there aren't, you know, there's stuff far from like the, you know, there's stuff from like the seventies, like war of the gargantuas and stuff, but I don't know if that's like a hidden gem, but yeah, there's actually not a ton of stuff. That's not, you know, Gamera, Godzilla, Ultraman. There's not a ton of stuff. And I guess how how from beyond the fog is probably the best recent one, and that's super good. It's like a it's all puppets, like there's no there's no actors in it. Oh, okay. It's really good. How beyond the fog? How from beyond the fog? Okay. I think yeah. There's a Blu-ray of it. It was like it was like a a, a kickstarted movie. But yeah, that that's really good. I'm trying to think of some other ones. Or at least like ones that I like. Um, like I've seen ones pop up, like uh, was it a reptilian? Uh, Pulgasari. Oh, Pulgasari! Yeah, the North Korean kaiju movie, which uh, uh, Kim Jong. I think it was Kim Jong Un at that point. But he had uh, a couple filmmakers from Japan kidnapped and de- and forced to live in North Korea and to make movies for him. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, it's pretty yeah. crazy. It's, it's, it, yeah. It's just one of these insane stories. Where it's like, yeah. But uh, that said, Pulgasari is pretty good. If you can find a copy of it. Yeah. I've, I've, again, I, I've a lot of these, uh, YouTube, uh, Kaiju people, they have like, they show clips and stuff. I'm like, that looks really fucking cool. And yeah, it's, like, it's pretty cool. If can, yeah. If you can find it online somewhere and like, Oh, well, I'm not going to pay like 50 bucks for like a yeah. third generation DVD. I can't remember. <laughs> I can't remember where I saw it. Let me see. It, like, I don't know. Like maybe it was like archive.org or something. Mm. It was a while ago though. Oh, it's just, uh, it's just on YouTube. There you go. Oh, it is. Oh, well, there you go. All right. 
I'm done sure and done and done. <laughs> I'm trying to think of some other ones. Um, there's there's this movie called uh, Rago, which is not very good, but the monster design is really cool. I feel like yeah, that's. I feel like that's the case for like a lot of the kind of lesser known, at least the lesser known, like more modern stuff. Where it's like, wow, mm-hmm. the monster looks really cool, but it's just not very good. Um, okay. Yeah. That Rago, that was one that was, I was like on the tip of my brain. Cause I remember that one being, uh, coming up because that was fairly recent, wasn't it? Past couple of years. I want to say it was like, like early, like mid two thousands or something. Okay. Um, but yeah, like, you know, it's, I don't know, it's fine, but the monster is really cool. Um, there's a short called, uh, Gahara, the long haired monster. That's really good. I think that's just, that's like, you can find that on YouTube. Okay. Oh yeah. That's, he's cool. a, that's like, you know, the sh- it's short, it's great. And the monster is a great design. Cool. 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 And I, I do remember that you are not a Pacific Rim fan. <laughs> uh, I, uh, yeah, I found for some reason I watched the second one though. I found uh-huh. I find them I find them both very tiresome. <laughs> In, like, I, was curious, I was I was curious. I was trying to remember, I I should have listened back to the to the previous episode you're on, but I was trying to remember if you had seen the second one because the second one was very much more uh, Saturday afternoon monster movie situation i think than yeah the first I, one. I don't it, it just it just had all the things that i didn't like about the first one which okay. is mostly like i don't like d- design stuff where like okay. i was saying how i'm like super fussy with with the monster Textures, designs yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah and i'm just like why does every monster have like 18 eyes and like six arms or whatever just like, come on, just just relax, guys. <laughs> it's, it's just it's too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I and I think those designs in particular were ones that were very much the, you know, stemming from an actual animal or some sort of you know fish or something like that. Because yeah. uh, I think there's some pretty cool designs in the first movie. Yeah, I'm looking. Uh, I'm googling. One, I'm googling right uh, now. There's one that looked. I think it's like, like a goblin shark. Type yeah, like the knife head one yeah, or whatever. Yeah, and those were the, that was really cool and all yeah. that. But. Actually, you know, I do kind of like just like le- like the leather back. Yeah, yeah. Monster, like he's cool. he's pretty cool. I like him. You know, the yeah. textures are really good. He's like just real simple. And then I'm lo- yeah. I'm looking at the other one. I'm just like the other monsters, and I just, I hate all of them. <laughs> <laughs> It's just like why? Did, why do they have so many arms? I don't get it. <laughs> uh, arms or tentacles? That's that's uh, Del Toro's signature, I guess. Or, yeah, or and like, and like, yeah. I know the monster designer was this guy Wayne Barlow, who I who I also really like, mm-hmm. but I think he just put too much stuff on him. Yeah, yeah, it's it's. I can definitely say because the second one, I'm just not. A fan of at all. I tried watching the anime Pacific Rim: The Black. Oh, I never saw and it. And it's it's more of a slog than I than I thought. Singular Point was so. Uh, it, granted, uh, I will give Singular Point a second chance because I was probably just 
not in the right space. To I mean, there is like, almost... it's like, you know, it's, there's a ton of mumbo jumbo in that, but it's really good. <laughs> and when, and when you get to the end, it's just like, Oh my God. Yeah. Once it all comes together. Well, that that's, that's kind of what I'm excited about for the, the, the gamma anime coming up. Cause it's, I, I, is it considered anime? If it's, if it's, um, I guess Computer so. animated. I guess I so. Um, because you know the 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 selling point is like he's gonna fight a monster in every episode, right? <laughs> a different guy in every episode. So it's like, all right, cool. Like I I know I can expect at least that. Um, and I I am due to give the uh, the '90s Gamera trilogy another rewatch. <gasps> you have to at least um, at least the third one. Which yeah, is yeah, the best. Yeah, that one. Uh, you know, again, <laughs> just to see he he takes off his own hand. All of a sudden, he has a fucking flaming hand. Like it's Fire, like, how, yeah. how do you not get like cooler so, than that? Like it's so it's, great. Yeah, and I still, from time to time, look up that Gamera. You know, uh, proof of concept trailer they had. I do too. I still, stuff. I still rewatch it sometimes. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, so it great. Like, yeah, it's it's like oh man, we can this can still happen, guys. This can still happen. Hope, we can still do this. I hope in the Gamera Netflix cartoon, I hope that they use the monster in that 2015 proof of concept thing. Like give the, give that monster a shot. You yeah, know? yeah. That like I mean, the design the tentacle design so black hole monster. Like I don't know <laughs> what he is, but yeah. <laughs> But yeah, yeah. I am very excited about the anime because they brought my girl Jiger back, which is incredible. She's she's one of my favorites from like, you know, the early Showa stuff. Nice. Um I I don't think if I if I asked you, sorry if I asked you this last time, but like do you have a favorite era of Godzilla now? Mm. Or has that has your opinion shifted at all in recent years? Um, era of Godzilla. I guess, I guess, like pound for pound, I feel like the Showa stuff is the best. But I really like my favorite Godzilla movie is Godzilla versus Megaguirus from uh, two thousand, and I really like the ninety nine Godzilla, Godzilla two thousand, you know, uh, in the states, yeah. and the Megaguirus one. I feel like. Those two are like my favorite Godzilla, like you know, for for my money or whatever. Um, I think, and you know, Shin, Shin Godzilla, which is great, obviously. Yeah, yeah, I, I've definitely um, kind of uh, fallen into the the the, the Heisei era stuff just because that's what's available on DVD Blu-ray right now. And it's kind of like the later, that's the later eighties, nineties stuff, right? Yeah. Um, I, I should know that off the top of my head. I yeah, just start, questioning myself starting, there. starting. Like, with, is that, is uh, that millennium? Like, no, it's not millennium, even though yeah. it's good. Yeah, Whatever. Um, but yeah, like, like destroya and, um, mega Garrus and, uh, uh, mega Godzilla and stuff like that. I haven't. Mega Garrus. Mega Garrus is, is a uh, millennium. Oh, okay. Um, it's, it, I've been getting those, um, they have like the two, the two in one or the two pack 
Blu-rays yeah, yeah. on Amazon. I've just been whenever a new one pops up or whatever, I've just been getting those because they're like what fifteen bucks, ten bucks. Yeah, it's pretty uh, good deal. So I get a little, I get a little fuzzy with which one is which. Yeah, that's okay. I do love the I do love the Millennium Era Godzilla design. Yeah, like, that's, I, yeah, the that's, that's my favorite. It's I love really how he looks like me. a cat. He's got like this yeah. cat face. I love yeah. his ears. Bring back Godzilla's ears. <laughs> um, I also really like. Uh, like the, the the Tokyo SOS, those two those two movies, the Kiryu movies. Yeah, yeah, uh, those, yeah. Those are pretty good. Yeah, those are, those are really fun. I was watching um, Godzilla versus Space Godzilla. Yeah, that, that's and, my favorite of the '90s movies. And even though my daughter hasn't really watched many Godzillas, like the only one she's watched all the way through, which you know, and she's just turned seven, and this was when she was like five and a half, I think. She is. She watched. Uh, she picked uh, versus uh, Hedora, yeah, which is like the trippiest. Yeah, <laughs> like, so great. And but that's the one she watched all the way through. I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah, um, but I was one. just, uh, I was, I was, I was doing some work uh, in the middle of the night. I just popped on Space Godzilla, and she she came in. She was done doing what she was doing, and she caught. It was at the very end fight or whatever. And as much as she loves these figures and all that, she can she doesn't really sit down to watch the movies because you know six seven you know you're not really sitting down to watch a ton of movies yeah especially you know some of these kaiju you know movies it's a bit of a slog when it's not the 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 guys fighting um but she was so concerned about godzilla losing it was absolutely adorable she kept like making me pause it and checking the time because she she thought like he was not going to have time to win Oh my god, that's funny. And, I, and I'm like, I'm like, oh baby, he's, I said, I think he's gonna win. I think Godzilla's gonna do it. I think he's gonna be Space Godzilla. <laughs> she's like, oh no. <laughs> uh, and then it, when, <laughs> when he finally won, she's like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like, oh babe, I love you. <laughs> that's cute. I mean, it's you know, it's a pretty, it's pretty intense, you know, like yeah. Space Godzilla, like messed with little Godzilla and. It's pretty. Yeah, it's very and high she, stakes. She she wants to watch Godzilla versus Destroya, but I'm like, I don't know, babe. I think you might. Yeah, it's, uh, especially. Oh my god, yeah, the end where he just fucking melts, <laughs> fucking brutal. Uh, and yeah, so fucked just, up. Uh, she's seen, you know, she's seen like clips of it and stuff like that, and yeah, obviously she's she loved the figure and all that. But yeah, immediately after watching Space Godzilla, she's like. You're asking if we if I have a Space Godzilla figure, I'm like I I don't, honey. Sorry, I don't. I, I haven't gotten one yet. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm I'm hoping I'm hoping with this uh, if I can watch this uh camera anime, I'm hoping it's chill enough. I can I can have her watch it too. Yeah, that'd be great. So I think I, I think that'd be pretty awesome because you know uh yeah, a little you know some fighting stuff in here and all that, but you know I don't. Some of these can get pretty fucking wicked. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, even the old Gamera stuff, you know, from the 70s or whatever, where it's like, you know, it's like explicitly for kids or whatever, there's still like all sorts of blood and like mo- like monster <laughs> blood and stuff. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know if, if, I feel like kids can handle that kind of stuff, though. You know, I, 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 I tr- we try to be cool about you know a lot of this stuff but it's also kind of like just 
I don't want to mess them up because you know <laughs> I, I try to think of like, it's it's me because I had very basically like zero limits on what I was given access to because my parents like had like a hot box. Yeah. Um for for kids who who don't know, uh back in the eighties and nineties, if you paid the cable guy an extra fifty bucks or so uh when he was yeah. installing it, he would uh give you a, a different box. <laughs> and you would get all the channels. Right. <laughs> and I mean all the channels. <laughs> so there was there's um a lot of stuff I've seen that I probably should I shouldn't have not seen until I was much older. But so I'm trying to figure out like which what messed me up and what was fine. Right. Yeah. <laughs> kind of content. Screw you. Was it the violent stuff? Was it the <laughs> I think that's good. That's a good way to approach yeah. it. Yeah. But then again, you know, she's also deep into like video game uh clips on on YouTube and stuff like that. So she's seeing like, you know, video game characters beat the living crap out of each other. Granted, not with blood or anything like that, but you know, she's seeing the fighting and and the and the yeah. quote unquote violence of it all. So it's like, is it any different, really? I don't know. I'm just I'm just telling myself that. <laughs> so I can have a kaiju buddy. <laughs> yeah, it's tough. I don't know. It's yeah. tough to say. Because, yeah. yeah. you know, it's like like maybe keeping her away from that stuff would fuck her up more somehow. Yeah. You know, you know, it's like, you, you, like you don't really know until until she's older and the full extent yeah. of the damage becomes clear. Oh, God. It's... <laughs> I'm just freaking you out now. Well, no, you're not. You're not telling me anything that I haven't already thought about. Like, the the older she gets, she just turned seven. I'm just like, I know we're not doing everything 100 percent right. We're doing the best we can. Yeah. Um, I'm just like wondering, like, man, I'm hoping whatever it is we're doing isn't something she's gonna be like, you know, isn't gonna like affect something. (laughs) <laughs> for her later as opposed to like yeah you know typical like you know parents maybe mad type of stuff um so i, I don't know it's it, it, it's a constant concern when you're a parent and the older yeah, she gets absolutely. the worse it's getting for me it's just like oh boy i really just don't want to mess you up it goes from like oh man i want to be like the perfect parent and take care of them and raise and now it's just like i'm just trying not to fuck you up too much <laughs> like i'm doing my best here <laughs> Yeah, you know, there's so much going on right now. Like, if, if this is how my parents felt, then I have a, a bit more uh, yeah. understanding and sympathy to them. It's like I'm just trying to like. Some days you didn't you didn't hurt yourself today. Everyone's alive. Everyone's fed. Win. <laughs> we survived. All right. <laughs> cool. Uh, yeah. Sometimes uh, it's the best you can do, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so you know, granted, you've uh, in the in the comics world you've you've been knee deep in you know turtle stuff for for ages and stuff like that and i last time i asked if you had any like kaiju comic ideas and i think you mentioned you had like one that you would like to do but you just haven't gotten around to is that has that changed at all um yeah i think i don't know the like i would still love to do a kaiju comic but like i just don't know if i want to draw all those buildings and stuff yeah, 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 probably, yeah, exactly the same. Which, which is would be my answer too. And yeah, I'm just, uh, yeah, I'm just lazy and burned out. <laughs> I don't know. I should have done. I should have done the kaiju comic back in my early days when I was still hungry. You know. <laughs> well, you know, you could always you know find an assistant to do the backgrounds. Yeah, I guess and you so. could just do the fun stuff. 
Um, or just, or just, uh, you know, get somebody else to draw it entirely. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> well, yeah. I, I, you know, I, I bring it up again just because you've designed kaiju since then, and I'm just wondering, like, have story ideas come up with them? Do you have like backstories for these guys? Uh, mm, not a, I mean, in that in this particular kaiju comic that I would do that we're talking about, like, yes, like there's, you know, it's all developed and stuff. But for the current like toy stuff I'm working on, like my Red Bite character, like he doesn't really have. His backstory is just that he comes from this pr- this place called Gruesome Glacier, which is like this <laughs> snowscape where all these other monsters live. And I might be doing like a mini comic that will will come with the figure. Well, you know, a, so, yeah, a place called Gruesome Glacier doesn't sound like it has a lot of buildings. In it, I know, so, you know, right? You know, exactly. I, you're, you're, you're right there with it. You yes, know? I know that's. Snow. Exactly. That's why he's that. That's why it's on in the snow. So it's just the background is just like a straight line <laughs> in the back for every panel. Just some put some white spatter on there. Yes. in front of someone every now and then. I love that. I'm only going to draw comics from now on that are either in the snow or the desert. That's all. <laughs> there you go. That's it. There you go. One hundred percent. I, I've, you know, in June they have that Kai June, right. Uh, thing and i'm not gonna have i i tell myself i'm gonna try to do this i'm not gonna have time to do shit yeah i am um, much too lazy for that but i do have the idea of like you know i'm like do i have an idea for a kaiju comic like i don't think i do but i have idea i have rough ideas for roughly like 12 different kaiju in a world where they exist with each other and i'm like you know what i just want to do i just want to do like a kaiju source book yeah where you just have like I draw one you know, picture like, of the kaiju. Right, I give them like a all the back, st- backstory. Yeah, right. exactly. like all the stats and stuff. Yeah, yeah, like like that seems like the like the '90s. You know, growing up in the '80s and '90s, like you know, the source books for all the comics and the trading cards and the stats and stuff like that. Like, I think that's what's coming. That's what's coming in with my brain here. Uh, yeah, and wanting you to should do totally do like it. That. And like, you know, yeah. it doesn't need to be a comic. Like that, like in itself, is would be exciting to read. You know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be my that would be my kaiju project. Would be a yeah. kaiju original kaiju source book, and just like I do it, get it out of my system, done. Uh, and you know, that's also why I'm having all these questions about like you know where where you kind of start with your designs because you know I've I've had a couple of them where I'm like oh I instantly know what this what this one's going to look like, and other ones I'm like well. What would happen if, like, I inversed this the, the way this kind of animal looks, and like added this kind of other crazy shit to it? Uh, and the approach you have, like, just like the general shape of all that, I'm like, I have not thought of that yet. <laughs> and I'm like, I should probably consider that because that's yes, incredibly important. That is key. It's incredibly important thing to do. Um, another idea I have, which I, which will never happen because it's all herding cats, is like to ask other people to like let's all make a kaiju source book like we all do like two yeah, two or three kaiju that would be super all, fun though and we all do it we'll toss it up as a pre-order or a kickstarter thing or whatever and just you know put it on gum road yeah and just and just you know do it that way uh because you know I, I, that seems like something that would be really fun but you know you, you know you know how it is <laughs> trying to collaborate with other people and get stuff even like you know 
you know, full disclosure, I've I've asked Sophie to do some synth stuff and some music stuff, and it's just like not gone well in terms of my end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I did it. You did it. You, uh, I, 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 I sent a couple of songs to Sophie. She did a really awesome synth thing on uh, synth line over over one of the songs, and then there's like issues with the the source file getting deleted and all that. And then I'm trying to like yeah, figure out. And then like I still have you know like just the general uh, file you sent. So part of me is just like I got to use this. Like you sent, I got to use this somewhere. Yeah. So I'm probably gonna try to like uh once I once I'm done writing uh this song I have to do, finish off for my my Kickstarter that happened uh use it <laughs> I'm gonna write something else <laughs> around that you know maybe yeah. maybe I'll maybe I'll make I'll make a, a mini synthwave thing with it and then uh <laughs> cool. what was what what was your Kickstarter I don't think I saw it um that it, it was called Evie and the Helsings um it was uh co-created with steve bryant from athena voltaire and and a few other things cool. um it's basically what if the last of the van helsings wanted to be uh uh you know rock god goddess as opposed to a vampire hunter and she has no choice but to try to do both so it's it's like kind of like a love letter to like you know not necessarily like 80s metal but it's like definitely like that kind of like later 80s kind of metal kind of stuff and then with like a hint of like the attitude of like guns and roses kind of things but also with like it's set in modern day but it's you know uh just about a really a, a woman who wants to wants to shred and and be and do her rock thing but you know now she's vampire enemy number one that sounds cool um, i don't know how and- i missed it i'm just I just, I'm, like, I never look at my timeline anymore. Uh, it's, it's, like, I, I, you know, I, you know, not any time recently, but, like, you know, when I first started going online and all that, and you, you see people talk about, like, oh, wow, I missed this. And it's like, how can you miss this? And it's like, no, it, like, I've seen people that I know, that I follow, that I've, you know, I have, like, regular interactions with, and then I don't see shit that they post until they've retweeted it or someone else has retweeted it. Yeah. I'm like, why haven't I seen this yet? I would have reasonably seen this. And like, there's Kickstarters that I'm like, I didn't even know this was going on. And I know this person, like, you know, <laughs> so, so it's like, I, I get it. It's, it's yeah. um, uh, I'll, 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 I think I have a PDF. I think I'll, I'll send it to you if you're interested, but yeah, definitely. yeah, I'm writing one of the, one of the stretch goals was an original song. So, um, I had kind of like a demo going and then. I just had to like flesh it out a bit more. And then I was trying to find a female rock singer to sing over it. And uh, I've just, you know, it's been like one thing after the other trying to get it done. And I've finally gotten like the song arrangement done and the demo done. So now I'm just trying to uh, find the right person on Fiverr. (laughs) I can send it to, which, you know, uh, Fiverr is a misnomer. This thing's going to cost me like 200 bucks, but, (laughs) but that's fine. We, we, yeah, the pay, pay the person for their work that's what they're charging yeah, that's fine by sure. me um but uh yeah so i i'm just trying to find the right the right voice because there's a lot of really great female like harder rock vocalists on that website but a lot of them are like not from the US which isn't a problem but they have like that european accent on a lot of stuff so mm-hmm. i'm just like well evie's not from 
it, it just like just the way that certain things are pronounced and like that. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm thinking way too much into it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no one else is going to care because uh, it would sound good because they're very, all very talented. But I'm just like trying to trying to find the right person who has the right kind of like attitude behind. It. But, yeah. Yeah. It's 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 like my, you know, it's Steve came at to me with the concept. I suggested a few things like, you know, uh, flipping because originally it was going to be like an Eddie Van Halen type uh, homage. But I said, can we make it Evie? <laughs> or I think I said Edie. And then he said Evie, uh, which it's not really that important, but like, um, so yeah, we've kind of, he's kind of developed it from, from there. And it's something I've, I've just, I, I love drawing this book. Like I just, I don't like vampires, like what normal, yeah, like normal vampire media. I'm not really that much into it. But I realize I'm not into like the romantic vampire thing, like, like Blade, Blade Two, or um, who else? What other? Uh, basically any movie where like the vampires like they just are like these fucked up things. What about like, they could, they could be like normal? Dra- what about Dracula? You know, I haven't seen. Uh, you talking about uh, the the one with Gary Oldman? I mean that too, just Dracula in general. Yeah. Um. Well. Dracula is in our book. He he is the you know the guy you know the 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 ultimate end game there. Um, our version's kind of bored <laughs> <laughs> with everything, uh, uh, and he's kind of established with like he's just kind of like he's just kind of tired of like no one's been able to kill him. He's been alive for thousands of years. He's just like this. What's this? What's the point? Like he's not gonna like give up but he's just like nothing nothing phases him nothing he's just just kind of bored you know so it's all about so a lot of the vampire villains and stuff in the book are going to be more you know the people who are younger so to speak and more like yes we're going to take over the world kind of situation and he's just kind of like whatever man like yeah i'm still in charge yeah let's do this but like nothing's going to surprise me nothing's going to like anger me like it's just whatever but um but yeah, I realize like stuff like, you know, just just when vampires just get like really nasty and it's like gross. Yeah. So, you know, my my approach to drawing vampires now is just like, you know, they look like normal people, uh, but when they're ready to feed and attack, they get all fucked up looking. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and they and you know, and like the the more they the more they, you know, uh feed or whatever on a regular basis, the more and and the further they were from the original bloodline of Dracula, the more like monstrous they look. Yeah, that's cool. So it's it's it, it's all in my own head canon or whatever, and I'm not giving anything away to anyone who's who's uh check check the book out. This is just like background stuff that's never going to be explicitly stated. It's just kind of be what it is. But once I approached it from that, I was like really having a lot of fun. Like I'm drawing a vampire fight right now, and I'm like, this is a lot of fun. That sounds and pretty good. I want to do a vampire comic. I you would do a, a killer vampire comic. I would. <laughs> Actually, was gonna do. Um, I did like a really loose pitch for a vampire book for Vertigo like years ago. It was called Suck, but it didn't. <laughs> it didn't get off the ground. <laughs> uh, well, you know, I think I think the American Vampire thing too. I think that kind of like I liked a lot of the stuff in that book when I was reading it. Like the vampires were very much. Normalish yeah, I've never, I've never read it. looking people, um, and I mean, for, for most part, it was, I, was, I was mostly all about uh, Raphael Albuquerque's art because that's just 
amazing. Yeah, he's pretty good. Uh, but uh, yeah, a lot of the stuff where it's like the vampires would just when when it's time for them to be vampires, they're they're nasty. Yeah. Or like thirty days a night, something like that. Yeah, um, they're just all <laughs> weird looking. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so the so the Anne Rice version of the vampires, I'm like, I'm just like that. Just doesn't. I'm not knocking it. If that's what people enjoy, that's fine. Yeah. Um, but it's like for me, that's just I, I have zero interest in that. Um, but yeah, I, I'm I'm definitely uh, this is definitely my uh, uh, my my labor of love book. I, I'm doing a, another book too with a horror director. I'm working on the. I just agreed to do the third issue. Um, Who's the that. director? Uh, Jackie Kong. She uh did a bu- a few eighties movies. Uh, Blood Diner, The Being. Um, oh shit! I've seen Night the Patrol. Being. Um, from yeah, she had. Eighty-one. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, she uh she had an idea for a book, and she actually approached my buddy Kelly Williams to to draw it, and he was going to draw oh, it, cool. and he uh. By the time she got the script ready for him, he was too busy, so he was just doing layouts. And he's like, "Oh, I want you ask my my buddy Don." And then, you know, I just did finishes over his layouts, and then for the first issue and then the second issue, I did layouts and inks all me. And it's it's a bit of a rough patch <laughs> working <laughs> with a director who hasn't who yeah. isn't familiar with what you need to do with comics and who's very particular imagine. about things. Um, but if, you know, for me, if I didn't have Evie and the Hellsings like working on that as well, like I would have, I would be completely miserable because it's very much like a production job, which is fine. I'm cool doing that because I get to draw some interesting things, and she has some really batshit crazy ideas, which I'm like cool. Um, but it's very much like, you know, she's the director of the comic, right? <laughs> so, yeah. Ugh. So, Can't so. Imagine. Uh, maybe, maybe, you know, not that, uh, my ideas, don't, you know, I don't, I don't offer ideas really. It's like, it's not my place to offer ideas <laughs> kind of thing. You have to assert yourself. You're the artist. The artist um, is the director. Oh no. I, I, I let, I, 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 when it's an idea that needs to happen for the, for the book, I let her know, like, this is what needs, like, this is it. But like, in terms of like concepts for the book or ideas, like I don't really, yeah, worry no, I about get it. that. I get it. Yeah. Um, which is fine. You know, I've I've tossed a few things here and there, jokes and stuff like that that she's dug, and I get to throw. You know, she's cool with me throwing what whatever kind of like Easter eggs in the background because she's kind of like doing every every eighties horror thing is going to have is happening in this book. Like the first one, we had like a like a seance possession, oh not possession, like a seance like ghost apparition thing. The second issue is kind of like a body snatcher scenario. The third issue is going to have like evil dolls and shit. It's just like, and it's all the same girls going through this crazy scenario or whatever. And, you know, I'm, she's literally throwing everything in there. It's a bunch of insane ideas. And I'm like, all right, I'm cool. Like with the insanity, just, we need to do this in a way I can, you know, <laughs> yeah, cause you have I, to draw it. I can be sane about it, you know? And also, yeah. you know, I, I, drawing things i wouldn't normally draw uh so it's pushing me in other ways and stuff like that so you know again it it's fine that's kind of like i kind of view that as like the, the production type job which is fine and then yeah. evie's the one where i draw what the fuck i want to draw yeah it's and, more, and yeah, and more personal and then the other stuff you can kind of 
not not check out, but you just just do the job, you know. Yeah, yeah, I can I can, you know, it, I can try to uh step away from and, and again, I can I can just treat it more more uh yeah. Uh, yeah, less emotional involvement, I guess, and just more just like, okay, let's get this thing done. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, and both seem to be, you know, the Kickstarter for EV did really well. Like, you know, we did over 200% of our goal. Oh, that's awesome. And then the Spend the Night is the name of the book with, with Jackie. Like, that, it's actually in comic shops. It's the first book I've had that's actually distributed through a major distributor, Lunar, that's and in awesome. comic shops. And they're doing a second printing. Oh, fancy. Um, there wasn't a ton printed of the first one, but like they're doing a second one and the, the second issues and she's, and I, I give Jackie credit because it's, you know, she's pushing the comic hard. Like she does screenings all the time yeah. for her movies and stuff. And she's like going on these little horror, not little, like that sounds belittling. She's going on these, like these horror YouTube channels and chat shows. And like, she's always talking about the book and, and getting it out there. So I'm like, it's not going to hurt. Like to have my name, you know, out there more with some more horror fans and stuff like that. So when I have my horror concepts that I want to do, or they come across Evie or something and they want to check that out too, like, hey, you know, it, one one of those times where like exposure might not be, you know, <laughs> might actually be a thing that that is useful. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, we'll yeah, that's cool though. Congrats, but no, and, and she and she's and she's really nice and all that. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a uh, you know, again, it, it, it's all part of it. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not the fastest artist, but like every quarter I'm, I'm swapping which book I'm doing. Yeah. And for me, that's, that's cool. You know, unexpected for me, but I'm, I'm happy to do it and, and all that. But anyway, I'm talking about myself way too fucking much here. But don't <laughs> let me start. Jesus. Sorry. Um, anyway, so yeah, uh, I'm probably gonna, you know, message you like in three months and said, Hey, guess what, Sophie, I'm going to do that Kaiju source book. <laughs> yeah, I'll and, draw and something the, for it. Yeah, and then uh, there, there's also there's also another music thing I asked you about that I'm I'm getting close to because uh, I didn't expect to be doing this two books at once, and that's what kind of like really delayed any music stuff happening because I'm just focusing on getting all that stuff done. But once I get the um, the song for Evie done, I can start working on some other music things, and there's a couple kaiju related music things I want to do. <laughs> <laughs> I've mentioned it on the show before. I, I, I uh, Angiris, a, a death metal project where I'm, I'm writing the lyrics as if I was Angiris, basically talking trash about other kaiju. Um, and you know, I, I have the demo for Three Neck Bitch, which uh, is uh, about King Ghidorah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and you know, so I'm, I'm working. I'm working. At, I want to get that one done before I. I, I you know, not to put Sophie on the spot before I send it to to her to to do some uh, cool synthy stuff over. Oh, her. you oh, you want to try this again? I want to try it again. I, I all think right, I all about right. It. I want, but I want to make sure my part is completely done, so that way you could do your part when you get a chance to, and then yeah, it doesn't boom, just get doesn't get fucked yeah. up again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's cool. Um, but yeah, you know that that's just something that's like you know, uh, it'll let me you know. Uh, scream like an idiot, but also, you know, uh, try to have some fun. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. <stuff> like that. 
but you, you, you've had, you know, uh, plenty of your own original music out and stuff. Has that been anything you've been working on lately or God? No, I wish I haven't, I haven't done anything in like, God, I think, yeah. Like I've been chipping away at stuff since I moved like a couple years ago, but I haven't, see what I'm checking my Bandcamp page here. What was the last thing I put out? Ugh. June, June, 2021. Oh my God. I got to put out something. I mean, it's not, that's not that far. It's two years. And that was just, that was just one song. Well, I'm, um, what last song I put out was end of beginning of November, 2021 or two. 2021. So yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm approaching a year and a half now and, and then things, the song for Evie will be hopefully out next month. And so, you know, that's, you know, Hey, it's, it's good. It, it could be worse. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I just have to, I have like all these songs I've been chipping away. At. I just have to like mm-hmm. finish something. And, well, yeah, yeah, that, 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 that's just something I've just been, it's been on my mind so much. And it's like, I keep doing this Riftober thing every October and I have essentially like over 120 riffs now over the past few years of doing it every year. I'm like, I need more shit. Like yeah. out of those 120, I'm sure there's at least five or six I can turn to actual pretty decent songs. And it's like, all right, let's do it. <laughs> it's got to do this shit already, you know? Uh, so anyway, you know, I, it's, you know, comics come first, right? We got to make the comics. Yeah. God, I used to be so prolific. I'm just like scrolling down my band camp discography or whatever. Like I used to just pump songs out. I don't know if they were any good, but I would pump them out. You know, it, <sighs> it, felt, it felt like that for me too. But then I realized like looking back at them, like, like they're fine. But like, I think just, you know, just like with art, like as you get better, your tastes improve, yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, what is good or not. Like I realized like for songwriting, for example, like I would just go have riff after riff after riff after riff. And I needed to like have more transitional type of stuff, you know, in between parts of the song to make it seem more like a song as opposed yeah. to just a riff, as the term goes around the metal community, a riff salad. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> so, you know, uh, obviously w- with, you know, synthwave and stuff like that, like you, I think you have a bit more freedom with like, arrangements and stuff like that you just kind of you know do that but i'm sure if you look listen back you'd probably be like you know what i would probably do this this way or this this way with as with anything else so for sure don't beat yourself up too much about it like it's your 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 tastes improve and you want to have something that is on par with with your level of taste yeah and it's also just a hobby you know it's not like i have to have an output you know yeah no one no one's yeah you haven't promised anything to anybody. <laughs> right. So unlike me, because I promised this to, to, to Kickstarter backers, I need to get this oh, shit. <laughs> you're, in, you're in trouble. Well, you know, if I don't, you know, if I don't overcomplicate things, how will I punish myself for trying? It's true. Absolutely. So that's, that's just my, my life motto. And I have, to, I have to, I have to do the trial by fire, you know, with, with art, with everything. Like I, I, I can't just sit in a sketchbook whatever i just got to commit myself to doing something and failing in the the open so here we go let's do it definitely (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> well, I um, uh, I don't want to keep uh, take uh, too much more of your time, but uh, you know, you've 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 been on Turtles. Is there is there anything else uh, you've been working on comic wise, or anything that you wanted to talk about? Uh, um, yeah, I'm still up? you know I'm I'm still chipping away at my sh- at my next Shadow Eyes book that I had been posting that I post on my Substack. Okay. I'm like I'm like halfway through. I'm just crawling through it. Trying and, to get but it there's done. progress. But yeah. there's progress. As long as there's forward momentum. That's, slow that's, slow progress. I have a hard time it. juggling multiple tasks, so I just get like really derailed. Yeah, I I, I, I hear that. I've over I over schedule myself all the time and it's probably the only way I get things done, but it's always a disappointment because I always expect way too much out of my day. Yeah, and well, then next thing you know, it's over. You got to go to bed. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Oh, that's uh, too much. <laughs> this conversation really took it a downturn. We're all sad. Oh, God, we're all just bummed <laughs> out. We're happy mm-hmm. talking about kaijus beating the shit out of each other now. Like, <laughs> oh, man. Oh, works hard. Yeah. <laughs> It is hard. I hate work. I don't want to have to work anymore. Why can't we all just be kaiju living on living on an island, just you know, running around, blasting minimal. each other with our power rays, and just eating Very other animals min- and shit. Mi- minimal needs. <laughs> exactly. <sighs> that's the life. That's probably why we're all drawn to it. That's this is the life, man. <laughs> they don't have to get hollow earth. You know, they don't have to get jobs. I really want to see like just Kong have, chilling with like a giant size like pina colada. They don't have they don't have deadlines. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Kong Kong's not hunched over an iPad. <laughs> right. He doesn't have, he doesn't have to he doesn't have to take part in like a <laughs> capitalist system or whatever. <laughs> I guess he kind of does in some ways. But. He's being forced to to be a part of it, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I think this is a, a, as a good a place as any before we get too depressed. Yeah, I got. <laughs> Sorry to bring everybody down. <laughs> I gotta go feed my cat before he starts knocking over all my kaiju toys. Oh, he knows how to get your attention. Oh yes, he does. <laughs> well, uh, all jokes aside, Sophie, it's been a blast chatting with you. And yeah, out. thanks for and, having me back. Um, I'll make sure next time it's it's not two and a half years. Hopefully, you know. Was it uh, Godzilla uh, Kong comes out next? Actually, comes out on my, um, I believe my wife and I's anniversary next year. Oh. So, so uh, if you're listening, honey, date night. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure she's like, oh boy, thanks. Great. <laughs> Way to go all out for anniversary, Don. <laughs> no, I'm sure, I'm sure she, uh, she likes those movies just as much as I do. That's cool. Um, but yeah, you know, at the very least, once that comes out, we'll we'll, we'll have to, to to hook up again and, and chat about that at the very yeah, least. Yeah, for sure. All right. Sounds cool. All right, Sophie. Now is the time. Let everybody know where they can find you on the interwebs. Oh boy. Uh I'm Mooncalf1 at Twitter, which is M-O-O-N-C-A-L-F-E one. And oh my gosh, what is what is my Substack address? I don't remember. Oh, it's just sophiecampbell.substack.com. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, you know, I, I post my shadow my stuff there. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm on Tumblr now. I mean, I, oh. I've been on Tumblr for a very long time, but I recently fired it up again. 
I don't post a whole lot, but um, I'm also I'm just Mooncalf there or Mooncalf Dash Art. All right. That's well, I'll make sure it. there's links. I'll make sure there's links to all that in the show notes below. So, people, once again, thank you so much for coming back on. Yeah, thanks for having me.